0: Hello, welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish
1: Kumi Price, and I am Dina Sheree,
0: and we are so glad that you are joining us again. This is our third episode. Hopefully, we won't keep saying like
1: which episode it is, but we're just hiding <laughs> at some we're point just hyped
0: because exactly
1: we might we're, still be in gl- disbelief it's happening. <laughs>
0: That's so true, but we're glad to be on this journey with you all. Um, of course. We'd love for you to check out our previous episodes if you're just now joining us uh, for this one, but uh, we're excited about this one because the the way that God has led us to approach this is every time before we jump on, we pray about the direction he wants us to go in and then we allow the spirit to just guide us in what he would have for us to share. So that's where we're at. Um, We are commissioned to start this journey with you are enough. So it is Arise Beloved, you are enough. And our grounding scripture, I'm going to read that for us. It comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and I'm going to start with verse 8, but this is where Paul is talking about the thorn in his flesh and that God wouldn't remove the thorn. So Mm -hmm. starting with verse eight, concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation for my power is being perfected and is completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. So I am well pleased with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. And again, that was Second Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 through 10. And that was the amplified version, um, which I think was so good hearing that um just the richness of what those verses in that passage really means. So right. um yeah, Dino, give us some some thoughts on your end.
1: Well, so I try to, I try to hear it, right? Like I've heard it for the first time and hear something new, right? That's the prayers that you hear something new, right? Cause this is a very familiar scripture for many of us believers. And I think what stuck out to me just then, right? Just that moment was, therefore I will boast, right? Therefore I will be glad. Therefore I will be happy about these things. And he didn't name, I'll be happy that I get a new car. I'll be happy that I find the person I want to be married. I, I want to be married too. I'll be happy that I got a new house. He did. He's not naming those things. Right. He says, yeah. I will boast about weaknesses, insults, <laughs> hardships, difficulties. Right. right. Like I feel like that's the challenge right there. Boom. Dina something something's happening with you. You've got a challenge. You've got a hardship. How are you responding? Yes. How are you responding to that? Right. Because he reminds us that we should be glad and we should boast. Right. Because God says, my grace is sufficient for you. Like it's enough. Right. So because that's enough, you are enough. Right. And if you trust in me, you know, I'm going to deal with all this stuff. You know that I'm I'm going to be perfected in your weakness, right? It's right. What does the scripture talk about what he does to the haughty, right? What he does to the mm. proud, right? Mm. So that means he needs you in a lowly place. He desires you in a lowly place, right? Because then when you are low, that's where he's seen best. That's when you are the ultimate strongest that you can possibly be. Like, you know, just being transparent, Kish and I, um, when we started this journey, Um, seeking God, of course, and, you know, we were advised and instructed to fast at the beginning of each month, Um, just for Kumi Sheree, for our personal lives, for whatever the Lord has put on our heart to be in prayer for. And so uh, by the grace of God, we've been committed to doing that, right? And so it is the beginning of the month. So we are in a place of sacrifice and setting setting ourselves apart for the Lord. And please, you are more than welcome to join us, um, I think at the top of the month is a great time to to set yourself apart um and to 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 reset, right? Because I feel like the, the beginning of the month is a reset. And so, um mm-hmm. Kish and I, you know we set apart seven days, the first seven days of each new month uh, for Christ. And if you want more details about that, we will definitely, you know give you um give you that if you want to join us in that process. But I say that to say that we are weak. When you're in a place of fasting, Right? You are tearing down the strong man <laughs> that has been trying to gain more and more territory in your life, right? It is a purposed act to 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 submit to God and tear down the walls of your flesh, right? And so we're weak, and I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what, y'all. For real, for real, I have not felt as strong as I feel when I'm in a place of fasting. Yes, my body is detoxed from caffeine because a sister loves coffee. I do, I do. And so when I go through this process, y'all know I ain't drinking no coffee. And so my body is crying out for a tad bit of caffeine. But yet and still, even in doing, even in sacrificing that, I feel extremely strong. I feel more powerful. I feel more connected to God. And I know a lot of times you go into this place where you feel like, you know, what's it going to yield? What is going to be the harvest, right? You're always expecting something at the end of the fast. And sometimes something does happen at that moment. And Sometimes what you fasted for doesn't even come to fruition for another six months, right? But in that moment of fasting, in the moment of that sacrifice, you can't come out of the fast and say that, um, you know, I didn't grow in Christ. We didn't connect more my prayer life, right? If you're submitted to a, a fast like the way that you're supposed to be, you should come out of that saying that my relationship with Christ is stronger. My faith in him is stronger. I am an overcomer. I can go and encourage. I can, what they say, what those people say, Mm -hmm. I can run on and see what the end's going to be. Right. And so that, that's what, you know, really pulls out to me is that Paul talks about how he rejoices, right. in, In his weakness, because he understands that when he's weak, God is, is made strong in him. So that was, that was the thing that hit me.
0: Yes, so good and rich. I, you know, as as um we unpack that scripture and and really think about, as you highlighted, that he's saying these are the things that I'm going to boast about. It's so counterculture, right? Because when you think about what people typically boast about, like just just go ahead and get on social media and scroll, right? You're going to see that people are trying to boast about the things that are the opposite of everything that Paul said, right? So it's not about the weaknesses. You're trying to show strengths. You're trying to show pictures of your family, having a good time. You're showing uh, awards or accomplishments that you've gotten. And that's not a bad thing. The problem is we get really, I think we get a really distorted view of reality because most people aren't posting about the negative things that are happening in their lives. They're not being transparent about what's actually plaguing them, right? Like Mm -hmm. what's troubling their souls. And when people do, it's always handled in a very weird way. I've noticed that. Like if somebody somebody kind of is is super um candid about what's happening in their life. So it's it's just a statement, you know, I am sick and tired of everything. Then you if you look at the comments You know, like if I if it's a friend and it's somebody that I know, I'm going to reach out to that person. Right. Like I'm not going to comment. I'm trying to call like, are you good? What's going on? But Uh there it becomes this thing where people are like they either don't want you to feel what you're feeling. So then they start giving you all of this information that maybe you didn't really want. You just wanted to vent publicly. And then people are shaming you for venting publicly because, you know, this isn't the place to do that. And, you know, why not talk to people who are closer to you than sharing this information with the world? But what people don't understand, and I think I get this, is I am a, you know, I see myself as a pretty private person. So when God asks us to do things like this, it feels like it's taking me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But I will say that sometimes when you're in a place where you you really do feel like you're isolated in your experience, right? Like mm-hmm. I just recently had the opportunity, I guess I would say, to hear from somebody about their testimony and had no idea how very similar their testimony was to mine. And when yeah. I when I say that, like, we're all experiencing different things um, throughout life, but sometimes you think you're the only one, you know, like yeah. surely this couldn't have happened to somebody else. Cause this is so crazy. This is so bizarre. And right. the truth of the matter is it has and it will. Yeah. And when we share our struggles, when we share our testimonies, the things that we've had to go through, then it helps other people to feel validated and to realize that they're not alone. And I think right. that's the piece that I think, uh, when God says you are enough, it just, it just, it's, it's a hug. Like it it really feels like a hug from God because um, it's permission to be weak. It's permission to be vulnerable. It's not, I have to be this strong woman. I got to be this strong black woman because that's what I was raised to be. And what I am strong because when I'm weak, he's strong. Like that's what it is. Right. And I can boast in that. I can boast in the fact that, yeah, I've had people slander my name. Yeah, I've had people that I love to betray me. I've had rejection that I've had to deal with. I've had to struggle through some really tough times and financial hardship and all. And God was there. You know, right. like He was in it with me and He delivered me from it and He will deliver me from the things that I'm struggling with now. So right. it's, it's that, it's all of that. Um, to know that I don't have to come, you know, yeah, we got, we got our experiences. We have accomplishments that have achievements throughout our life, but I don't bring that to God to be considered enough. In fact, he's saying, if you think that's how you get close to me is by proving that you deserve to be close to me. You, you don't understand me. Like you just don't get it.
1: Right. (laughs) And And that's a, yeah. No, I was just going to say, you know, because we read this scripture and I, and I think that sometimes we don't even realize what was happening, right? Because this was something that Paul was struggling with mm. over an amount of time, mm-hmm. right? So that means before it was written in that scripture, he was struggling with it for an amount of time. And it was a personal right. thing. He was please, but go on to God. God, please, please, can you remove it? Will you remove it, right? He's he's doing, He's having this personal moment with God. And God says, "Okay, let's talk about this thing. Let's talk about it. Right. And God simply said, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm. Right. Mm. And Paul could have kept that to himself. He could have held that on to himself and just said, "Okay, I'm just going to hold this to myself and I'm going to it's going to be my encouragement. Right. But he was even transparent and said, hey, I had a thing y'all I deal with. I asked the Lord multiple times, multiple times to take it away. And yes. he didn't. But this is what he did say. Right. Because he mm-hmm. he he understood that I'm not going to be the only one dealing with something that I'm mm-hmm. petitioning the Lord to take away from me. that I don't have to deal with it anymore. Just take it away. You the at you are a king of all kings. You can just take it away. Right. And God right. said, well, no, no, because it's it, it is better for you to have it, actually. Right. It's better for right. you to, to, to be humbled in this way. Right. And so. Yes. You know, that's a very intimate moment. I know that, you know, like when we think Mm -hmm. about what's happening with ourselves, right? Like, you know, upstairs in my bedroom at four o'clock this morning, right? That intimate moment with me and God praying Mm -hmm. and crying and worshiping and all the things, right? And it's in those moments where he speaks to us, he comforts us, and he says, hey, go tell them. Because because it's applicable to their lives, right? What you're experiencing is, is not a solitary, only you type of thing, right? We Mm -hmm. are battling against principalities, right? This is an old demon. Mm -hmm. This is an old ancient demon, right? That he he, he spread around the wealth for everybody, right? And so even though it it gets expressed maybe in different ways as we're different people, right? It is still that same demon. And so the way that God encourages us, he says, go back and encourage, go back Mm -hmm. and uplift, go back and remind, go back and help, go back and soothe. You know, you go and be that bomb for somebody to help them keep journeying on. And so that's I mean, that's the one thing that I see about this. This was a very, very intimate moment that he actually had with God, Mm -hmm. that he he, you know, was obedient enough to to put it in, in scriptures for us. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. that we can glean from that, and we can take those moments that we have with Christ, where we we're in the secret place with Him, and He's working with us, and all of that good stuff. And the things that He speaks to us in those spaces are, are are things that we can use to encourage somebody else, to tell them to keep on and and and, and keep trusting God. Um, and and it's so funny because when we talked about this this topic, Kish, I was just like, yeah, we are enough, right? And it's like. You know you'll, y'all heard it it's been on t-shirts right it's it's a very catchy phrase but when you think about um the scriptures that align with that right and about mm-hmm. you just being enough right like the scripture that I, kish and i just read together first peter uh chapter 2 verse 9 says but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Right. So Mm -hmm. you are enough. Right. You're so much enough. He says you are chosen. You are you are chosen people. We are royal royal priests, a holy nation. Right. We are God's special possession. I know that there's sometimes I don't feel that way. Like, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. when you when I fall into places of sin, when when I've I've let my flesh get a hold of me. Right. I don't feel Mm -hmm. like I'm God's special possession. Right. And to read that scripture and to know that he still chose me, that I am still a royal priesthood. that I just got to confess that thing that 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 I've done. Repent. Right. And keep moving. Keep believing in God. Keep believing in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Right. He's still saying, but you are enough. I know what you've Mm -hmm. done. I know what you're doing. I know what you're gonna do next week. I know what you're gonna do ten years from now, and yet you still are enough, and my grace is sufficient for you. So, such mm. a good word.
0: So good. And you know, it's weird. My my eyes have been drawn to the words that are on my screen. So, if you're listening to us, um, we also record these uh, podcasts, and those are available on YouTube. And so, we're actually doing the video recording right now, and I can see Dina on the screen, but it looks a little grainy on my end. Um, but then when it's sent to the actual um, uh, platform. host site yeah. And platform, yeah, I'm like, give me the words. Um, <laughs> it's perfected, and so there's a little note above her screen that says, "Actual recording is higher quality," and my attention, I mean, it's been there since we've started doing this, but I believe God just had me to see that because that's what yeah. this is about. It's like, we often look at ourselves as we think we know ourselves. Right. Um, and, and when you do that, when you see yourself only as you see yourself, you're not seeing yourself at, at the, in the highest quality that you yeah. actually are, because You don't understand that, yeah, you may not have it in you from what you know, um, to do whatever, to be the bigger person, to forgive someone, to do, you know. But when you are leaning on Christ, when you understand the work that he did for us and that he's now saying that power resides in you, that higher quality, that higher ground, that that's available and that's in you and the actual recording the actual you is higher quality and so we have to get to a place where we start recognizing that that's the case even if i see on my side it looks a little grainy i can trust and believe that the actual re- the actual recording the actual image the actual me is higher quality than what i think and yeah. when you know that and you operate that way it really does shift how you move it shifts how you respond to God's promptings because yeah I know I've had so many moments where he's called me to do something and I'm like I can't do that like I don't that's not what I was trained for or that's not my area of specialty or whatever and he's like girl stop like that's not I didn't ask you to bring what you think you know to this I just asked you to go yeah. I just asked you to do it and right. when I've done that when I've responded it's been so clear that I didn't need any of what I thought I needed. He had it all there for me. So I'm just grateful for for that, you know, just that understanding and knowledge that I am enough because he's enough.
1: Right. And when you were talking about that, it just made me think about when Moses was called, right? He Mm. was like, I can't speak well. I stutter. You want me to say that to him, right? Especially having his past that he had. What do you mean? What do you mean, God? Right. There's not anyone else. There's no one else. And God said, I will feel the word. I will give your mouth the word to speak. Right. I, I will do it. Right. And so, mm-hmm. and I love that analogy of being mm-hmm. in a higher quality, mm-hmm. right? Because none of us, we all understand the reason why we have given our lives to Christ. We understand mm-hmm. why we did that. Cause we are, we were, we know that we were not at the quality that God uh, wants us to be at. And it's through yeah. Jesus it's through Jesus that we that we come up to that quality. It tags back to that last week when we talked about Jesus being the filter. He is the higher quality. He's the higher quality. Yeah. And so I just I love how God just wraps this thing all the way up in together because that <laughs> that is the greatest desire. That is the greatest desire is is we should be, you know, it's not necessarily looking for trouble, right? but we should be all right when trouble arises. We should be all right when in- insults arise, right? We should mm-hmm, be able mm-hmm. to, to, to be able to push through that. Right. And I'm not saying that you just like, Oh, I'm so glad somebody cussed me out today. Because what? Because <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Cause I'm not quite sure that I wouldn't cuss you back out. But <laughs> right. The truth of the matter That's is, hard. right. What I am saying is that understand that when you're on this walk with Christ, You are going to have challenges and issues and struggles. Mm. And it's not always about him taking those things away from you. It's not always about him taking those things away from me. There are so much things going on, y'all, that I'm just like, Lord, can it please, please pass over? Can you just make it stop? Like, please, Lord, please. And sometimes he's like, yes, done. And other times he's like, no, let's go through it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna teach you how to go through this phase of life. I'm gonna teach you how to to deal with this rejection. I'm gonna teach you how to deal with heartbreak. I'm gonna teach you how to deal with this divorce. i'm gonna teach you I'm gonna teach you how. I'm gonna show mm-hmm. you how. It is painful. You know, people say, well did Paul have a limp who? We don't know what Paul had, but he there was something. There was something. And God said, "No, you keep that thing, but I'm gonna teach you how to live through it, how to pray through it, how to encourage your brothers to it. And we all know that, you know, we would all say that Paul's one of our, you know, he's a champion, right? Like we all look to him as as a guide, right, to help us do this thing, right? Um, but yes, you know, it's so wonderful that that again, you guys, Jesus is the upgrade. He is the higher quality. And it, and it doesn't matter what, you, what you're challenged with, because he can work through that because he works through that the best. He works mm-hmm. through those places the best. Um, and I know Kish would, you know, attest to this is that, you know, I, I love how God has brought us together because we really do have very similar journeys. Um, and I feel like if I think it, she'll say it or or she'll say it <laughs> and I'll text it. It's very, it's like, oh my gosh, like, it's, just, I mean, even down to today, like being in the same color family, like it's just weird that how that keeps on coming up. But, you know, even in this season, if we think about where we were, you know, two or three years ago, where things were in our perspective, probably better, right? Little things were a little bit more comfortable. Um, but where we are now, I know that we are stronger spiritually, Right, mm-hmm. we are we are so much more stronger um, because we are in this place because we are having to walk this journey, be in this space, um, and and God's not lifted it up very quickly. This is like a slow brew, you know what I mean? Like this is, mm-hmm. like, this, is this thing mm-hmm. is not unfolding, you know what I mean? Going away very quickly. And be that as it may, God has has shown us that He is mighty through us. Um, the fact that we lifted off this this podcast in probably one of the lowest parts of our lives separately <laughs> um, is just astounding to me. It's astounding that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it was in this spot. You know, it wasn't last week or, or excuse me last year when we were okay, all right. This sounds this this makes sense that we would flow right into this. No, it was in the weakest, brokest points of our of our lives where God said, now do this thing, and now mm-hmm. I call you forth. And now I want you to go mm-hmm. and I have to believe that it's in those broken places. It was in Paul's issues where he was, where his brokenness, the oil was squeezed out. Right. And mm-hmm. the oil was made available mm-hmm. to, to other believers to be encouraged and to believe in God. So listen, I, I love, I love these That's conversations. Good. I love these conversations. <laughs> and you know, it's
0: funny Dina, cause I've been trying to be very, um, Surface with some of the things, and Mm -hmm. mainly because some of the things we're talking about, like we're still going through those things. Mm -hmm. And um, I am not in a place where I can talk about it, but I would say that if you are a fan of Googling things, you can Google my name and see some of the things I'm going through right now. And uh, the other piece of this is that there's some, you know, they're at the same time dealing with personal, familial issues, um, custody, nasty custody uh, battle right now, like all the things. So I can say, I'm just going to be completely honest, that there are times where Mm -hmm. I know that I can choose the the dark and slippery slope of believing that there's no... Other side to any of this, right? Like that, there's uh, darkness abounds. (laughs) But that's not where God would have me, right? Like, and that, and it's so amazing to me because the time that we spend with Christ daily, the time that we spend in our walk with the Holy Spirit, the time that we spend studying, all of that is for a purpose. Like, it may be that you don't necessarily feel like you need some of the things that you're getting right now, but you do because it's for something that's coming later or for somebody else who needs it. And I right. think we are in a place where we're so um, filled and and we're not pouring. And um, so we, we just want to leave you with that charge um, yeah. to be honest about where you are, to know that there's support, to seek rich, resources and when we say rich we mean tied to Christ. Um,
1: yeah.
0: the pe- even the people in your life, who are you talking to? You know, there's there's safety in the multitude of counselors, godly yeah. counsel. Um who are you listening to? Uh, not just who you're talking to, but who are you listening to? Yeah. What are you putting into your spirit? You know, what are you spending your time doing, even in your scrolling, you know, like who are you following? Uh, So just keep all of those things in mind because they matter. It really does. It matters as to how you navigate um, tough times. And in a matter of a second, I can take one thought and run with that, Mm -hmm. or I can take a scripture, a truth and run with that. And it really does determine where I am in my space, how I feel emotionally, spiritually, all the things. Do I feel like I can win because I've already won? Or do I feel like I'm defeated and there's never a chance for me to move from where I am and that it is going to get worse. You know, like those are really shaped by what we're feeding our spirit. So yeah. Thank you for letting me share that little moment. But uh, (laughs) Dina, I I want you to go ahead and close um, any parting thoughts. And if you don't mind praying us out.
1: Yeah. Just one last thing that, that just dropped on me um, is that, I said that Paul it says in scripture that he asked him several times. Right. And he obviously didn't give him an answer all those other times that he asked about it. Right. So then finally he gives him an answer and he just simply says, my grace is efficient. Right. Like it's <laughs> just one liner, you know what I'm saying? And how many times do we go to God about our things, you know, and we want to sit and have, you know, we want God to give us a dissertation and we want to talk all the way through it. And he's like, and here's here's my response to that, or here's how I'm answering you. And we don't feel like we're being answered. We don't feel like, are, am I is my issue really being addressed? But in reality, it actually is. And, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we give, I just feel God saying that we give too much space to the thing that is bothering us or that is hurting us. Right. We're not spending Mm -hmm. enough time in praising God and worshiping God and trusting who he is. Right. And so that's why I feel like Paul saying I'm a boast in all this stuff. I'm just gonna boast there. God said it was His grace was sufficient for me, so I'm gonna boast in all these things, right? So how do you boast? Because boast is joy. Boast is like, yeah, yeah, right. It denotes that your spirit is lifted when you're boastful about something. I don't, I ain't heard nobody bragging and bo- being boastful, and they're like, yeah, I really made a lot of money last week. No, I made some money last week. Like they're boasting in it, right? And so I think you know, I. This this is for me as much as it is for y'all. Take away what you want to. But I also hear God saying, stop giving us so much place. I, I'm going to address it. I have an answer. I'm going to answer you at the time that I'm going to answer you. But then when I do that, then when I do that, right, I want you to start just focusing on me, trusting in me, doing the things I've called you to do. Stop fa- Stop focusing on all of the negative things, right? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is, The good really outweigh the bad. They really Mm -hmm. outweigh the bad, Mm -hmm. you all. And I'm I'm not saying, and I don't want you to think that I'm trying to water down your pain. Because Lord knows I am in some pain right now. Mm -hmm. So, as much as I'm not watering down your pain, I'm not watering down mine. But like Kish said, what you're feeding yourself, how you decide to focus, where you decide to focus. Do you run? Would you run with the word of God or do you run with what the enemy said? Which which way are you running? That makes a difference how you do this thing. That makes a difference how you show up every day. And so. woo, listen, got me out here messing up my land comb. <laughs> But, but God, God is, is good, but it's, yes. but it's real, but it's yes. real, but um, it's real. And I ju- we just want to encourage you all, you know, we're talking to each other. We do this every day, either verbally or through text. We are just, you know, we got to keep each other lifted. And so you guys, we just want you to know that you are enough, that you have a God that loves you, that knew everything about you before you were even born and still decided to send Jesus to die for you. You are a chosen people. Mm-hmm. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You have been Mm. grafted into the vine. Do you hear me? Mm. And so you run with that. You run with being enough Mm. today. And instead of giving your issue, your challenge, your problems, all this space, give God the glory. Mm. Flip that thing. Give God the glory. Give God the praise. Because in your weakness, that's Mm. when he is made strong. So let's just pray Mm. out. Yes. So, y'all can get on about what y'all got to do today. Dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and for your mercy, for your loving kindness, mm-hmm. Father God. Thank you for the reminder or the first invitation, the first notification that we are enough, that you say mm. that we are enough, Father God. Thank you that God, even in our brokenness, our challenges, our insults, you are perfected in us. And we thank you. We thank you so much for that, God. Mm. I pray for the people listening to this podcast today, that you be with them, that you strengthen them, that you you have this word land on good soil, Father God, that you don't allow mm. the enemy to come in and take it and rob them from this, this opportunity to move in. Into a place of peace, to move in a place of joy, to move in a place of confirmation of who you are in their lives and what you say about them. And you say that they are enough. Father God, we love you. We adore you. We thank you for this day. And we look forward to joining uh, our, our listeners again sometime in the future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. 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 And we're closing out with the Kumi Sheree to you. Arise, beloved. y'all. Sharia. All right. Till next Bye. time. Bye-bye.